The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. Today, we're talking about writing, which is such an important thing for all of us, whether we write a book or we don't, just to be able to express ourselves in writing. And I have with me an award-winning book writing and publishing coach who is a a friend of mine. She's an author and a speaker. Her name is Lisa Tenor. And Lisa Tenor was awarded the Mentor Coach of the Year in 2014 by the Stevie Awards for Women in Business. She's a regular columnist for Aspire Magazine Online, and her articles are often featured on the front cover with articles by luminaries, including Marcy Shymoff, Marianne Williamson, and many others. She is a book writing coach, and she assists writers in all aspects of the writing process, from writing a book proposal and getting published, to finding one's creative voice, prioritizing projects, developing a platform, and setting clear goals and a system. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Patricia. It's so wonderful to be here with you and our listeners today. Yes, absolutely. You know, we read all the time. I mean, I hear all the time that one of the best ways that you can help yourself just in terms of getting clarity is to write things down. So that's a given. But a lot of people have trouble with that. They have trouble writing in general. Comment on that. So, um... Yeah, I mean, it's so true, and I think there's a lot of research by James Pennebaker in particular about the value of, of writing things down, uh, whether it's, you know, something traumatic that happened, uh, which is kind of his specialty, or whether it's more just um, getting more clarity in your life. But the other thing that so interests me is the value of getting things down to communicate with others, to to really make a difference in other people's lives. And I think so many people have, really everybody has something special and unique to share. And for many people, writing can be a great vehicle, whether you're writing a blog post or a letter or an email to someone. You know, there's so many ways you can really make a powerful impact on people with writing. And sometimes it's writing something short. Mm, True. What um, When you work with someone, when someone comes to you and says, look, I have a great idea for a book, how do you help them in the very beginning? Well, in the very beginning, uh, you know, we'll, we'll first start with 
what's their vision and their goals? Like, what do you hope this book is going to do in the world for other people, for your community or the world, and, and also for yourself, you know, and, and maybe your business, if it's a business-related book or related to, let's say, a coaching practice or therapy practice, what do you hope it will do for your work? And then uh, from there, you know, that's where we start to explore what the book really is and wants to be, and we'll look at, you know, who is your core audience, who are the readers for this book, um, and what, you know, what sort of is your unique message or, or you know, yeah. what, what do you want to, and it doesn't have to be a unique message, but maybe your unique way of delivering the message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, what's, what are the features of the book, the tone of the book? You know, we, we look at a lot of questions before you ever start writing. What goes in it, what maybe doesn't belong in the book, and uh, how to structure it. But but another piece, too, is often people have a few different ideas, and so we come back to that vision and goals as a way to really decide which book. Mm-hmm. And we also look at the market, look at publishing, yeah. and which book is likely to be the most successful right off the bat. Um, yeah, and I want to I wanna give yeah. an example of that for me, because I've written two books, and my work is very much about positive thinking, and I do it through the media and through my radio programs, but... If I were to write another book now on positive thinking, it would probably get turned down because there are it's such a common theme today. And I know because there's an interview where I get hundreds of books on positive thinking. So if I'm going to write another book, Lisa, for me and for a lot of us in, you know, broad fields, we've got to come up with what makes this different. Positive thinking is too broad. Uh-huh. What do you think yeah, about that? And so there are a few exercises I often do with people to get at that. And yeah. so one exercise is really thinking about what people are attracted to about you. You know, what is it? What is it about your voice or your, uh, the way you deliver your message? Or, you know, what is it? What are some of the qualities I like most about you? So those are pieces that I think you bring to the table that are really special. Hmm. Um, another piece is, uh, and for you, like, I think of the way you ask questions. So maybe that would be an element we bring into the book. And another piece is, you know, is looking at uh, what, what I call this exercise, meet your muse. So it's going inward for the answer to that. Yeah. You know, what, what is unique about what I have to offer? And we actually do this inward journey uh, mm-hmm. where... Uh, I guide you into the meadow and the woods and into this little building where your muse is waiting. And I, I think of the muse as that creative part of you, you know, where that creativity stems from. And you can access that very directly. I actually have a free uh, audio on my website. Uh, if you go to lisatenner.com slash meet hyphen your hyphen muse, you'll find mm-hmm. this audio where we directly access that creative source and ask questions there, and, and it's really cool how surprising answers can come up when you do that. You know, it's not always what you thought it was that's, that's yeah. really the thing that, that makes your book special. Yeah, uh, I, and then the, the other piece is looking at your audience. You know, who is your audience, Patricia? Right. So that's a good question. So how would you characterize your audience? Yeah. Well, well, for me, I, I figured out what it, what, what it is, and I haven't yeah. written my third book yet. But for me, what I would do, which I think is a little different, is my audience is probably going to be more women. I'm probably baby boomers because I'm a boomer. Uh-huh. 
And I think for me, it would be more about how do you make your dream happen when you're older, when you're, you know, 50, 60 plus. And although there are many people doing it, it's, it's, it's more, it's a little more unique. A lot of people at this stage of the game are retiring or they're changing and doing something else. But, you know, to be full-fledged in your career and really have a lot of goals for making a certain thing happen in those years is a little more unique. And so I think that would be an angle that I would take rather than just, oh, everybody, let's think positive. (laughs) Right. And that's a great example. And I think taking that another step, and this might be something you've already done, but, you know, if we were working together, I would say, um, now go ahead and write... Uh, like as an exercise, just write about your reader before they read your book and after yes. they've read your book. So imagine oh. them kind of wherever they might be in their bedroom or living room or in a cafe or fixing dinner or maybe at the end of the day and kind of, you know, facing whatever challenges there are that your book is going to really help them with. Mm-hmm. And then now they've read their book and write that again, you know, and kind of... Uh, see that transformation that they're going to have based on your book. And that's, that's a really great. powerful exercise. Because that's a great exercise, have, Lisa. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you'll have new insights about the book based on doing that exercise. That is really, because I think what it does is it makes you look at what they're going to get out of it, and then you go back, correct, and then you write to that. You're almost like writing to their outcome. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, writing to where they are in the moment, right? Like the moment before they've read the book, too, right? So, like, you know what, whatever it is that they're suffering from or what, you know, what it feels like when they're sitting in that kitchen and thinking, what am I going to do with my day now that yeah. I'm retired? I'm just, you know, giving yeah. one example. And and so, you know, then they, they pick up your book. But, but in that moment where they're kind of feeling this sense of a little bit lost, you can write to that, too. Mm, yeah, I think I think that's very helpful. And, you know, I'm using myself as an example here because I think that, you know, it, it, I think any of our listeners can use their own example, whether they're a financial planner, right, or whether they are a health worker or whether they are in some kind of sales or retail or whether they're just, you know, someone out there in the world making a difference by not really working, let's say, in a in a job, so to speak, Maybe their role is to be a mother, a father, a caretaker. I mean, it could be anything that's really made a huge difference for other people, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I get all kinds of people who are writing books. Yeah, and talk about that, Lisa. What What are you, at this stage, of the, you know, at this stage, what are you getting? Are you getting inspirational books? Are you getting how-to books? What are you, you know, what I'm are people like? Sure. You know, certainly a lot of self-help and how-to, and I work with a lot of therapists and doctors and business people and entrepreneurs, coaches. Um, but then, you know, I also get um, some memoirs, um, some books that are more, as you would say, inspirational or, um, you know, less of a how-to or self-help, but still nonfiction. Uh, and <laughs> and a woman today, we were... We were uh, Talking, she'd been in my writing in the zone class, and she's writing fiction, but her muse kept saying that I was the person to edit it. So, you know, I also have to trust. Normally, I, I don't edit fiction, but you know, I have to trust when um, when when the answers come from a deep place. You know that that 
maybe I am the next step for her, and I may not be the final editor for her work of fiction, but for some reason, her muse is telling her uh, that I am. So, we're, we're, you know, we're going to see where that goes. It'll be interesting. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, but before we do, what we're going to talk about in the second half of the interview is how you deal with writer's block and how you just start writing. So Lisa will really address that. And also, Lisa, right now, tell listeners how they can find you and a little bit about some of your programs. We've got a couple of minutes. Okay. So it's lisatenner.com, L-I-S-A-T-E-N-E-R.com. And on that homepage, you'll see uh, you can sign up for my free author toolkit and immediately start getting daily lessons for a week uh, on getting getting started, writing your book or thinking about writing a book. And uh, you'll also get updates, tips, and things like that. Um, and I do have a fairly introductory program when you're first thinking about the book. You know, kind of what is that book concept? What's the vision? Who's it for? What are some of the features and tone and what goes into the book? And how do I structure it? So all that stuff before you start writing. And I have a program called Quick Start to Kickstart Your Book, and that's where you can start. Uh, and then my programs go all the way through uh, sort of my... my um, kind of most uh, advanced program, I guess, in a way, is Bring Your Book to Life, which also won uh, an award in 2012 for Best News Service of the Year. And that, that program uh, really helps you go from those beginnings. It actually uses that quick start material and working with me individually on clarifying what the book is and, you know, a book that's, really designed to meet your vision for what it can be and and the effect it can have and a book that's really authentic to you and a great book. You know, I think that's part of part of my goal is that that you write a really great book and and one that comes from your heart. Uh, And I teach you how to write it really well. And so, you know, we do a lot of hand-holding in that class and it includes a lot of one-on-one with me as well as these very interactive teleseminars. And I do help people with book proposals. And my clients get five- and six-figure book deals with major publishers. So, you know, kind of a whole range of services, really. That's great. All right, we're going to talk more about that when we come back. It's lisatenner.com, L-I-S-A-T-E-N-E-R.com. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. And we're right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back with Lisa Tenner right after the break. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health. All kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. 
Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And today we're talking about writing, writing your book, writing in general. My guest is Lisa Tenner. She is an inspiring book writing and publishing coach, author, and speaker. She was awarded the Mentor Coach of the Year 2014 by the Stevie Awards for Women in Business. And she helps people with the whole process from writer's block to writing a column to writing their book proposal, to helping them find the agent or the publisher and getting big book deals. I mean, Lisa's really right there for you through the whole process. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you, Patricia. Yeah, yeah, and it's lisatenner.com, and everything's on there. Lots of wonderful goodies for you and free support, so really take a look at the website. So if someone wants to write a book or they just want to write their story and they're having blocks, they're having trouble, how do you help get them through it? So, you know, it, it depends a little bit on the kind of block. Sometimes it's just that they haven't made the time for it. So it's really about helping them get to that commitment. How committed are they? And then just give it, helping them with a system, right? They write it into their calendar or they, you know, they type it into their calendar and they stay committed to those times and they have work in some accountability maybe to a specific person. So, you know, it can be just about habits. Um, but the other piece is sometimes it's an emotional thing. And uh, I mentioned earlier that Meet Your Muse exercise, and, you know, people can try that even with the free audio on my website at lisatenner.com slash meet hyphen your hyphen muse. But, but that's a way to uh, get that inner, you know, go, go to your inner wisdom and ask, you know, how do I get the confidence or how do I get that next step. So, so sometimes it's sort of an inner process. And, and then also, you know, there's just, just right. You know, sometimes it's, sure, we all feel that conflict about truly expressing from that deep place. We're all afraid of, you know, what might happen to us if, if we're really authentic, right, and, and we really say it to a large audience. So, so that's just there. And right, you know, right despite it can sometimes be the, the best way to proceed. And then the last piece is that I do have this systematic way of writing in the zone. And I suggest that, that first you really get into that idea of sacred space, sacred inner space, 
and be in a place that's conducive to writing and, you know, sort of clear your mind or just acknowledge that you're letting go of the everyday world, letting go of your concerns and worries, uh, and then open up to the present moment. And I mentioned earlier about being clear of your vision or your goals, whether you're writing a blog post or a column or a book. And I recommend having a vision statement and reading that every time you work on the project or even reading that every morning. So that would be something to do when you're ready to sit down to write is to read that aloud and uh, consciously connect with that part of you that is the creator. And You know, one of the things we talked about during the break, and, and I think it would be really worth mentioning, is how, you know, people will say, and I said it to you, and I'm sure people say it to you all the time, Lisa, I know I have to write my book. I'm going to write it soon. But I'm waiting for. I'm sure uh-huh. you've heard that. But I'm waiting until. And what you're saying is don't wait until because when you write it, you may start bringing forth or manifesting whatever that thing you're waiting for is. Yeah, I, I think there is some real truth in just start to write it knowing and trusting that that piece that you're waiting for is coming. and. Mm-hmm. You're sort of writing yourself into that fairy tale ending, right? Uh, but but I think there's there's real truth to that. And actually, I know somebody, Pat Hastings, who did that. So uh, it it really does work. Yeah, yeah, it has. And um, one of the other things in a course that I took about if you want to meet someone in your life, meet someone special, or meet your soulmate, the course said actually write letters from that soulmate to you. You write them in their voice to you and you keep reading them and that's that's another form of that whole process it's such a powerful exercise writing can be so powerful i think not just in communicating with others but in a deep inner communication and really learning more about yourself and growing as a person and anybody who sits down to write a book i I think it's pretty much impossible not to expand and grow in some way when right. you sit down to write a book, it's like the ultimate self-growth tool, too, <laughs> in a good way. Lisa, how do you help someone who's got the book in their head, they've got the outline, but they don't really know how to organize it, or they're all over the place? They're, they have one idea, then another idea. How do you help them organize? So I do have an exercise with, uh, with uh, index cards, color-coded index cards, for sort of helping to organize uh, if you're sort of in that early stage. And if somebody's already written a whole book, then, you know, it might be more about editing. And, and sometimes it is helpful to just have somebody who is a professional and not, you know, who has some distance from the material who can just tell you, okay, these pieces don't quite belong in the book and here, let's move this here. So, you know, in some ways, don't worry too much about that. It is good to work from a structure, and it will make your work easier. But if it feels like it's still not totally working out and things are not necessarily in the right place, you could just keep going, get it down on paper, and then have an editor look at it. So that's certainly one way to go. Um, and another is to keep asking yourself, you know, what's my book about? You should be able to get that down to a, a phrase or a, a sentence at the most, and then if you're and, and really have it be one thing, and then you can use that litmus test of, well, is this about that or is this just a really funny story that happened during the same time? 
And mm-hmm. if it's a funny story, you may need to let go of it. So sometimes there is a need to let go of things that we're sort of attached to that aren't really serving the story. Or, or what if you, you have a story you want to put in and you can't find the right place for it? Then it probably doesn't belong. <laughs> Maybe okay. make that a blog post or an article, you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when you work with people, what is, um, what's the main focus? I know you said you do many things. You know, you can just help them get clear get organized, you can help them write. Do you edit their material? Do you help? Do you actually help them write it? Or do they write it and do you check it? How does that work? Yeah, so in the beginning, we're, we work together to really get clear what the book is. And sometimes that includes the title too. A good example is The Creativity Cure, which was a wonderful book, and I suggested the title. So sometimes I'll make suggestions like that that I think really help. I also help the, the author get clear on audience. So once we have that clarity, then they write their book. I do have book writing programs to help with that, uh, particularly bring your book to life. And, and then the person writes the book, and then I will edit. And I, I may give them feedback during the course as well. I, generally, I do. Uh, but but they're really writing their book. There are people who do ghostwriting. I don't do that. It's really your book, and I'm going to come in and help make you a better writer and I'm going to help you fine-tune what you've written and go deeper and make it compelling, make it come off, come alive off the page. So that's really how I see my job. There are other people who will be able to, you know, take somebody's work and really uh, they, they'll write it for them, and that, that's not the kind of work I do. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're more of a guide. Yeah, I definitely see myself as a as a guide or a midwife, right, to 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 an author, and and I do help people with their book proposals too. So if somebody wants to traditionally publish, I help them really understand what's required, and sometimes it does require them to develop a website, have uh, a following, you know, really develop that side of things, and, and even to develop a business plan around the book because. You know, how you're going to make money with the book is an important question. It's usually not just book sales because there's some business usually that fuels the book sales and that gets the book into people's hands and, and noticed. So helping people, su- yeah. Yeah. Do you suggest that people self-publish or try to get a publisher? I mean, today it's easier to self-publish than ever before. It is, and it's so individual. It really depends on... Uh, the particular book and audience and what the author maybe is willing to do to grow their platform to be attractive to a traditional publisher, whether that book is likely to be able to attract a traditional publisher. And at the same time, it's also about what are your goals. If you want that book in three months or six months, then it really makes sense for you to traditionally publish so you can have it fast and maybe you know helping to grow your thriving uh, coaching business, for instance, or something like that. So a lot of times it makes sense to have the book fast. And I I recommend self-publishing, but do a great job. Have a great designer. Do a beautiful cover that looks traditionally published. Put it on nice paper. Uh, You know, have a great editor so that it's a really high-quality book. And there is a great example if people are interested. It's called What the Fork? And um, I think it's just a beautifully self-published book and a great example of, 
you know, making a book that's so, so inviting. It's What the Fork, An Unpretentious Guide to Formal Dieting for Informal People by Sue Jacks. And I was not her book coach, but I just, I know her a little bit, and I just thought, wow, she did it right. So that's a book I'm recommending as an example of a great self-published book. All right, and we're going to have to close at this point. It was so informative and wonderful. If you want to know more, folks, if you have questions for Lisa, you can write to her, lisatenner.com, and there's a place to write questions, correct? Yes, there is on the contact page. All right. Lisa, thanks so much for being on the program. Lisa Tenner, book proposal writer and book coach and helping you get the word out there, literally. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, Lisa. Thanks, Patricia. All right. Okay, hold on for a minute. All right, folks, um, that closes this segment of Patricia Raskin Positive Living, and um, we're coming back with a whole new segment. And so uh, be with us. We will be right back with you right here. We're right, we're right here on voiceamerica.com. And we will be back with Dr. Danae Jordan. Stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 